Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. It is August 23rd, 2021. It's the Fightful Post-Raw Review. If you missed it, we had a huge weekend. We had SummerSlam. Uh, we had NXT TakeOver. We had all kinds of stuff. Uh, this weekend, we had a guy named CM Punk returning. Ah, my God. My God. We got Denise Salcedo here. Denise, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good, I gotta say. How was your weekend? It was fantastic. It was very busy. Got to do a lot of cool stuff. And I came home, and I feel like it's just been nonstop. And I don't think I've gotten any actual real rest, though. Although I did kind of sleep in a little bit today. Just a little bit, though. I had a good night's sleep last night, but I can't sleep on the road. But Las Vegas was wild. It was nonstop. It was busy. And, I mean, we had categorically different things to do. But, I mean, I know you were going from the moment you got there until, I would imagine, the moment you left. Yeah, it was. So Thursday was obviously the tryout. So I got there early. I did that. And then even afterwards, you know, I went home, went to the hotel, excuse me, and had to upload all my videos. But it was kind of a mission because like the Wi-Fi was not that great. So everything took like double time to do, which was very frustrating because I would type out a sentence and wait like a whole minute for it to appear on the screen. show up. Exactly. So it was very, very irritating to have to do that. But anyways, I ended up moving hotels after. Afterwards, so it made my process a lot easier afterwards because the internet was a lot faster mm-hmm. there. But either way, it was the Thursday was the tryouts day. Then Friday, obviously, you know, saw you there at the junket. And then after that, it was like, then obviously all the events, SmackDown and Rampage and all of that afterwards. And then, well, there you go. The following day, SummerSlam. And then the next day, I left at 7 in the morning to make it back here. I got here before noon before noon, so that I could do my SummerSlam post-show at 1.30 so that I could have time to have dinner and then watch NXT. A busy weekend. Uh, go check out all of uh, Denise's stuff. It's very good. I know your Bianca interview is just blown up. Denise is one of the first people to talk to her after the controversial loss. 
Yeah, it was. I was very excited when I got her. I was like, oh, I know this interview is definitely going to do very good. Very yeah. nice person. It was my first time meeting her, interviewing her. So it was a very nice experience. Well, guys, please leave a thumbs up on this video. Uh, subscribe. Donate a super chat and get your question or statement read on the air. We will answer it as we get to that particular segment. But you can really super chat about whatever you want, uh, whenever you want. Uh, make sure you read the pinned tweet if you are in the chat, as we do have some policy stuff there. Uh, but make sure you leave that thumbs up. It helps an awful lot. Oh, my God. Oh, and, and about hotel Wi-Fi. I learned that the hard way during the AEW, AEW scrums, man. Like, I would try to be like the first to upload those. And quite frankly, if you don't live in Chicago, you're not going to be the first to upload those if you got a crappy hotel internet. So I was like, that's why I was like, you know what? I'll just wait till I get home. I'll edit them there. And I mean, even editing on the road is a bit of a pain because you're used to your setup. You're used to where you're at and all that stuff too. So uh, yeah. that was that could that was not easy what Denise did. No, um, and Sean, I didn't even mention to you doing my live stream. I did my live stream with Hotel Wi-Fi, my mm -hmm. most watched live stream, my most super chatted live stream. Sean, I was like legitimately in my head, dear God. Please do not let this internet just like yep. fall flat on my face. Because if that stream would have been interrupted, I would have literally screwed myself. But it was just like, I, I got very lucky. I, I paid extra money for the internet, but it wasn't anything like extra special, you know? So, but I, I got very lucky with that because I was very scared that it was just going to fall apart. And guys, make sure you subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. I had special news on Adam Cole today, yesterday. Uh, how about I drop some more tomorrow on Tuesday? I'm going to drop some more. I got a lot of contract news coming to Fightful Select. Uh, thank you guys from the bottom of my heart. You've made it the, the number one most subscribed wrestling product in history on Patreon's platform. We don't use Patreon to promote it because eventually, like whenever it happens, we'll just move it on site. But uh, that, is, that is fantastic. We were the first to 35, 36, and now 3,700 subscribers. Um, so... Thank you guys so much. I'm going to try to do a special podcast kind of like reviewing some of Rampage, SummerSlam, and TakeOver. Since I wasn't on those full shows here, uh, I will do that for subscribers. I did a special live edition of the Backstage Report podcast today. First time I've ever done that. That is our exclusive news podcast. Uh, make sure you guys check that out. Well worth the subscription, and it has just been blowing up. Thank you all so much. But... Now we're going to give to some super chats because you know what time it is, Denise. What it's time, time it? for us to talk about anything but Raw. But the thing is, Denise, there weren't as many rematches tonight. So therefore, we don't have as many like non-Raw super chats. It's kind of refreshing, but also not so refreshing because it hurts the bottom line that I take to Jimmy Van every month. But uh, Daniel R. says, SRS, did you see Denise's pitch? Who would you have retire Brock Lesnar? What is the next for Dragunov? Uh, what was your your pitch, Denise? Oh, I did like a whole, I mean, it was like a whole like nine minute booking angle for, for Brock Lesnar. Like you would have to get into like the whole nitty gritty details. It was essentially like his retirement. Obviously it was with Roman Reigns, but there's like a lot of, there's a whole lot more to the story where I wouldn't be able to summarize it like in 30 seconds. 
Well, uh, guys, I've noticed that, that some of you have donated super chats that don't have messages attached to them. You you have to donate whatever the minimum is to send a message on there. Otherwise, we won't be able to see it as we have somebody that does gather those. If you do have super chats related to any of the three events this weekend, uh, I'm sure Denise doesn't uh, hate getting paid the overtime that she's going to get paid uh, because these trips Denise ain't cheap, money. Denise. This these trips Denise ain't loves cheap. money, and Denise pays for all of her trips. I saw somebody on Twitter asking why WWE didn't put me up in a suite. I was like, WWE is not paying what, for me to go to you, Las Vegas. What are you talking about? They gave us a view oh, yeah, from heaven right. last night. Like, Denise, <laughs> Izzy dropped me a DM, and she said, say hello to Jesus Christ. You all are up there watching. Sean, so I'm a, I'm not afraid of heights, but I'm afraid of being in like steep areas. So I was literally, I can you know the screens that we had to um to like watch like the, the TV version. Yeah, you know the entire time that we were there, I did not look up. So get really? this: if I'm in a high elevation area and I look up. All of a sudden, everything around me starts spinning. Ooh. So I started to, I always get really nervous in those situations. So my hands, they were dripping sweat because I was nervous. And that always happens to me oh every time gosh. I sit in those types of seats. And so like the entire time I have to focus on, I could look down. Looking down is not a problem. It's looking up. I can't look up. It's terrible. Oh my gosh. Well, we've got people talking about the Spider-Man trailer even. I didn't see it yet. I'm not a big superhero movie guy anymore. But um, we have Riven Blade saying, where were Becky, Brock, Brock and Becky on SmackDown? Yeah, they're both on SmackDown. Fear and Loathing says uh, Ric Flair is having Spartacus flashbacks. I don't get the reference. But Alicia Ellis says Bian or Nikki Bella did not hold back about Bianca and Becky. No, she didn't. Um, I'll say she was ready to go by the time that red carpet started. <laughs> she, yeah. She had been enjoying herself that evening and she did not care. Uh, Nerd Guru says, Becky Lynch is a heel, only works if she's booked like Roman Reigns. It kills me. They ruined her grand return, but she isn't going to be booed. Not from me. That's the unique situation. Now, PW Insider reported that, that Becky may be a heel. Uh, they reported that she was. I haven't confirmed that yet. I mean, I've heard the rumblings, but I'll believe it when I see it, Denise. I right. believe that if that type of thing happened, well, maybe she had something to do with it. I feel like she would have a bit of a say in her creative in that regard, but we'll see how that goes. Flim Flam Mandrew loves Denise's SummerSlam shill hat. Not a real criticism. It's a legit good hat. I've got four of them. I would just take four. I have two, and it's more than enough. They, I got well, two, yeah, two well, of everything. Myself and my wife. My wife ran camera for me this week, so she was credentialed as well. We both got two of them. Nikolai says, "Hear of an impending seance, Sean. Raw was better tonight, but it felt like there was less on the show. But that's not necessarily bad. Fightful is the best, baby. It might be Adam Cole. Bye bye, Denise. Oh, I like that. Bye yeah. bye. That's yeah. great. But um. There were less rematches tonight, which is better because we have something fresh to talk about. Unfortunately, still, almost nothing mattered. There were, there were some things that happened and set up next week, and it does feel like next week is more of, honestly, kind of more of an AEW show. You got blow-offs that might happen and people that just turned on each other facing each other. 
how, how did you feel about maybe the more fresh approach that Raw has been taking tonight and next week? So here's the thing about that is this got me thinking. So immediately, you know, Sean, that everybody is always putting like basically bearing raw and thanking us for watching the show, et cetera. We already know all of that. Okay. So I started to think to myself, like today's show was a good show. Like it wasn't bad. I I enjoyed myself watching raw and keep in mind, I watched all three hours live and I I felt myself liking the entire show for the most part. Is it because you're into whatever carrying cross was dressed up as? Oh, dear Lord. Okay, well, that's a whole other thing. I'm not even going to get into that yet, but I'm trying to make a point here. But here's the point that I want to make, Sean, is that it's because Raw has been bad for a large chunk of time that even coming on here, and let's say that the next couple of months they consecutively put on these good shows. Let's just say that they do, okay? Let's say that they put on these good shows because Raw was so bad for such a long period, they literally have to work to get that, you know, that – I don't know, stank off of them of essentially not people. It's going to take a while to get the people back, even if the show starts being good. And even if people like us on post shows are saying that the show is good. And I thought today the show was fine. And obviously, you know, they announced a lot of upcoming matches. We didn't get nearly as much rematches, which I was very happy about. Mm -hmm. And I would say for the most part, I did like the changes that we saw. Daniel says lots of rematches. Should they do best of three, five, seven? No, they shouldn't. They should just do fresh matches. And I've got people that will say, oh, well, it's because of the brand split and reduced talent. Nope. They script the shows. They decide who faces who. Uh, We've got, how do I, I'm trying to see how to pronounce this. Something punk. Sim, Sim Ray Punk says. uh, Oh, I know Sim Ray Punk. There you go. Simray G Punk says, yeah. felt that was bad even for Raw. I'm just so tired. Ricardo says, a few bucks for watching this crap in my place. We got, <laughs> we, got, we got lots of love, though. Cliff Beard says, I'm glad that Sean and Denise can't be bought. How dare anyone call you a WWE shell? For once, Raw wasn't terrible. Nerd Guru appreciates the work we do nonstop this week and all the time. Thank you, Fightful. Hey, thank you. Uh, that, that's why we're able to do it is because you guys send super chats and you subscribe to our stuff and you watch our stuff. That's what, what pays the bills. Andrew wants to be like me when he grows up and drinks a glass of milk every day, hoping to reach his height. Denise, did my height impress you even more the second time you saw me in person? Shot, I'm not impressed by tall people. I'm sorry, but I know you have this thing where you feel like being tall is important. As it somebody important. who's been short my entire life. I was you know short what? once. You know what? I, I'm I'm with the short people, okay? I I'm with short, short people. I, I feel short like we once. always we always get looked down upon. All right. I'm I mean, tired was, of it. I was like five foot six, five foot seven when I graduated high school, legitimately. Yeah, that's still like six, seven f- inches taller than me. All right. You know, when I uh, go to shows, you know, I can't go to the fr- like to the front of like the show like shows because people use me as an elbow rest. You know how many people have put their elbows on my shoulders just so that they could have some place to relax while they're watching shows. It's terrible being short. Yep. It makes sense to me. Cyclops says white hard hat. Denise is better than baseball cap. Denise. I think that Denise's white hard hat was one of the greatest media accessories of all time. Personally, I think I think you're the only person that could pull that off. Yeah, well, I don't know if I should take that as a compliment or as an or as an insult, Sean. Well, for anybody else, I don't think it works. I think you oh, can thanks. make it work. No, it's because a I'm a goofy dork. Thanks, fantastic. Yes, exactly. Trevor L says Denise must get dizzy looking up at Sean. 
<laughs> uh, and Joey Bag of Donuts says Denise's acting on Blue Chew ads is Oscar worthy. But we do have, we've got some SummerSlam weekend stuff as well. RJ Best sends a super chat. Um, I don't know if there's a message attached to it. It's not on there yet. But Fear and Loathing in NYC says, WCW Jim Hurd wanted Flair to get a buzz cut into a Spartacus gimmick before he went to WWF in the early 90s. Yeah, I just don't know who and who that's in relation to. I, I knew the reference. Riven Blade says, which AEW original would kill it in WWE? Well, I think that's pretty obvious. MJF would, Denise, if he was allowed to do his MJF thing. 100%. He's got all the tools to essentially be that star that they are looking for. Also, Britt Baker. Britt Baker, yeah. DMD would. Nerd Guru says, I barely paid attention to Raw because I was re-watching the Spider-Man trailer. Trust me, it's far more interesting. I'm not a superhero guy. That that shocked Nikki, your, your BFF, Nikki Ash. Nikki oh, you A-S-H. told her that? Yeah, I did. I did. We what had a great say? conversation, though. She was wonderful. Uh, people can wait and see the interview when I drop it in 2024. Uh, Volob says, huge thanks for Denise and Sean for their coverage of SummerSlam weekend. Denise has some really fun interviews on her channels. And congrats to Sean for all the success from breaking the CM Punk story. Uh, I, I talked about that uh, a lot more with uh, on the backstage report but uh, thank you guys for all the kind words about that that means a lot that story was a really really big one for us so i appreciate it jw pringle says how pissed is usa that fox is getting both brock and becky buddy i am working on a story on that and that changed the story that i was working on changed significantly denise when fox got brock and becky so can i ask you a question sure are they fully aware that they're no longer the a show who USA? Correct. I get the feeling that they kind of knew that when they signed uh, for three hours of Raw on Mondays for roughly the same amount as two hours on Friday for that Fox was paying. But they also had the Peacock deal. So they've got their stake in it right there. But there's some issues with Peacock and USA as well, even. And they're under the same umbrella. It's a mess. Yeah, I was going to say, aren't they like in the same family? Same family. But you know what? Sometimes families fight. Alicia oh, Ellis says, I asked Sean earlier today, Denise, what are your odds on Adam Cole leaving or staying? My thoughts, I definitely think that he's leaving, especially based on what we saw on TakeOver and based on what we've seen on Twitter and all of that stuff. I think that the speculation is definitely that he's going. But Sean. You would know more about that. I would. And Ryan Martin says, if you had to guess, does Cole stay with WWE or do we see him on Dynamite Wednesday? How about this? How about tomorrow on FightfulSelect.com? Maybe around lunchtime, I will tell you guys if he will be on Dynamite and the latest on that. How about that? FightfulSelect.com. All right, so I got to wake up early so that I could write, a, so I could write a, do my news video on it. Thanks, Sean. I there appreciate it. FightfulSelect.com. I will tell you if it'll happen. Sean, BTW, we haven't promoted that next week's show. It's kind of a big one. What is it? You're opening your birthday presents from me. Oh, gosh. I'm so terrified. Why? I'm so terrified. I'm so excited. This is literally like the most exciting. I I contemplated just having you opening them on this stream because I was so excited. Like, so excited. Oh, I hope I hope they're they're wonderful. Oh boy, it's Maher says. It, does Adam Cole poking that GIF posting that GIF right before the show mean anything? And are you still 50-50 on him staying? Oh, I'm gonna go. Posted. I'm gonna go look right now. Fantastic. 
I'll fix my hat while you look. No, I'm I'm 60-40 him leaving right now. What's the GIF? Or what did he post? Just him doing Adam Cole, baby. That's it. Oh, okay. Daniel says something else. Daniel says, who's best, Walter Dragunov or Dunn? I think they are all three far different, and I think they are equally as valuable. But I would probably go with Walter. I'm going to go with Dragunov. I love him. What a like perfect match that was. He is just like, he's got everything that makes him be like somebody that's like, I can't explain it. Like when I think of some, if I were to create a wrestler yeah. just out of scratch, I would create Ilya Dragunov. Well, let's let's get into Raw because there was a show that happened um, and we, we should probably start reviewing it. Oh, shoot. Uh, but we'll pepper in some of the, the non-Raw super chats as we go. People seem to like those. Sean Blanford says, got to love the threshold for a good Raw is now that it wasn't terrible. Yep, you're right. Not terrible and no rematches. Uh, but let's talk about what took up almost like a third of the show. Bobby Lashley. Uh, Bobby Lashley came out. There is no Goldberg on this show. His contract calls for two matches a year, each year. And he has done those two matches, Denise. But... I don't doubt that Saudi Arabia I is willing want to, to ask you about that. Willing to because pay money up. talks, Sean. Money talks. It sure does. Uh, so Bobby Lashley and MVP are out, and they are interrupted by Damian Priest. And initially, my fear is, oh, no, they're going to pin Damian Priest two days later. When I interviewed Bobby Lashley a few months ago, and I said, who should contend for your title? And I, it was for SummerSlam, and it's before Goldberg showed up. And I said, you can't say Brock Lesnar. He said Damian Priest. And to me, I was like, damn, that sounds really rad. Malcolm Mitchell says Priest, Sheamus, someone else uh, for Lashley at the pay-per-view. I'm not convinced that they won't fall back into rematch territory, Denise. I think we'll probably see Priest and Sheamus again because Sheamus came out and interrupted this Damian Priest-Bobby Lashley match. Now, Bobby Lashley... Right after wearing a suit, Denise, apparently during the commercial, the three or four minute commercial, went backstage, got butt ass naked, threw on his tights, threw on his knee pads, threw on his boots, threw on his, it is, the costume change is very impressive because they didn't redo a Damien Priest entrance, Denise, he just came back out. I love this. By the way, I no longer know who Bobby Lashley is. It's Roberto. Okay. That's who he is now. Okay. I love this entire thing. I, this was, I, from the opening to the actual match itself, I was a total big fan of this. And the reason for that is I kind of felt the exact same way that you did. When I saw Damien Priest coming out, my first instinct was, oh no, they are going to squash him. He just became U.S. champion and it's already not going to mean anything. And that was my first thought heading into this. But then when he came out and he essentially challenges Bobby Lashley, the way that he did it, uh, everything that he had to say, it looked cool. And then with him getting the upper hand in that attack, I thought that that was really awesome. I thought I thought Roberto going to the back and getting changed and then coming back out. I mean, how many times haven't people criticized the fact that you that the people come out in their gear so you already know that they're going to have a match afterwards? And they kind of went they found an uh they found a way to actually make it so that they didn't have to do that. So I enjoyed all of that heading into this actual match itself. And then we had the tag match, and it was a good tag match. It was a very good tag match. Drew made the save, and Drew's obviously got a score to settle with Lashley. It's just he can't. He can't compete for the title. 
but he can still dislike him. He ends up getting the win over Sheamus. This was good. It was physical. It was four sirloin beef sons of bitches in there slugging it out, doing cool stuff. And Lashley walked away. So to me, Lashley decided it wasn't worth it. But he was willing to face Damian Priest. So I don't look at this as Lashley necessarily being a coward. It's just like, whatever. I'm, I'm done with this. Then Sheamus getting pinned as a result doesn't make him look so bad because he's walking into the, the lion's den with these two guys. What do you think of the tag match itself? All right. So I do want to, because I forgot to talk about the actual, like the first couple of minutes that we got with Bobby Lashley and with Damian Priest. So when that match, you know, obviously it wasn't that long. I'm I'm glad that first of all, they gave Damian Priest a lot of offense in this match. I thought that that was great. And I'm glad that the way that they played this out, because my concern too was, imagine they would have done this match like 20 minutes. And then all of a sudden they had Sheamus coming in and the match ends like that. So I'm glad they got this out of the way fast and that it led into this tag team match. And then obviously you have Drew McIntyre. He didn't feel out of place in this whatsoever because this is a guy who has, you know, a story, a feud already, you know, a, a past stories with both of, you know, Bobby Lashley and uh, Bobby Lashley. Well, oh my gosh, I'm blanking. Bobby Lashley <laughs> and Sheamus. Yes. So with both of these guys. And so that story is already there. And then there was a moment where like you literally see Bobby Lashley just like literally sh- throw Damien Priest onto the post and you literally see his like his his like rib area like instantly like cut open there and then he throws them in there again I thought that that was a really awesome portion to this match and like you said it was literally just four guys going out there and beating the hell out of each other the one minor change that I would have made though just one little thing and it didn't ruin anything for me but just for the sake of how this story played out and everything that's going on I would have had Damien Priest get the win just because again he just became u.s champion he was the one who challenged bobby lashley in the first place and so with all of that being said i like that also i do think that i mean we were talking about rematches and we're probably going to be seeing a couple more rematches we're probably going to see damian priest and drew mcintyre probably team up again i don't necessarily mind that aspect of it because one of the things that we've been talking about on this raw post show is that drew mcintyre has lost a little bit of that like cool factor that he had and i think maybe you know hitting it up with like Damian Priest and them too, you know, kind of being friends and Damian Priest is this cool guy. So now, you know, Drew McIntyre could be like cool again because he's a cool guy, but obviously the history lessons kind of ruined that. I like that interaction backstage. I like the interaction with Sheamus and Bobby Lashley too because I believe they want to beat the shit out of each other. And I'll tell you one thing I don't like is where somebody goes, who's the heel? I don't care. I don't care. I, I... Watch AEW do face versus face and heel versus heel all the time. They're doing CM Punk and Darby Allen in a couple weeks, and I'm stoked for it. I want to watch these two guys beat the shit out of each other. I want to watch them fight each other. And I'm interested to see what happens with Priest and, and Drew. That was the other thing that I forgot to mention, and I just remembered this right now. So after the match, you still had Damian Priest sort of like staring like directly at Bobby Lashley, like after he decided to to just leave the match. So I liked that there was not, I didn't think there was one moment throughout this entire match that it kind of, they didn't make Damian Priest seem less than than Bobby yeah. Lashley. And That's, I feel like that was important. Exactly. That was important. They did. They didn't do that. And they actually made him look good. And then they followed up with it by still having that, you know, that eye contact at the end of the match. Yes. Uh, To me, it was important to portray Damian Priest is on the level and he has been very protected. 
Denise, imagine if he would never have gotten pinned by the Miz with underpants around his ankles. <laughs> We'd be talking about him being undefeated. And the the reality is when somebody, I think somebody, it was Kyler from the Fightful account posted, he's undefeated in singles matches. I was like, whoa, 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 hold on. He lost. I had to go back and look and remember that it was a handicap match because it was so embarrassing, Denise. Oh, you're right. I forgot that, it was a handicap match yeah, too. Yeah, that, that, that I forgot. But he has been protected, and that is very, very rare on this show. You do not see it. Look at Keith Lee. Oh, wait, you can't. He's not on the show. Look <laughs> at Karrion Cross. Oh, and boy, are we going to look a little bit later. Um, there are There are not that many people that are protected on this show. Definitely not. Let's see if we got any super chats here. We don't. But also, I am all for Lashley and Sheamus next week. Give me that. Oh, yeah, that's going to be good. When that got announced, I thought to myself, all right, that's going to be a good match. And it's something new. So there you go. That is a good sign. Carlos says WWE Junior. I don't know what this means, Carlos. You're going to have to expand on that. In regards to how I look with this hat on. (laughs) Brandon Charles Powell says gang wars between Fox USA and Peacock. Luke says... Hey, Sean and Denise, love the show. I was wondering after TakeOver, what's the status of Dakota Kai going forward and when is her contract up? If I have information on when somebody's contract is up, uh, we have a resources section over at Fightful.com. There's a drop-down tab, and we've got those posted. Uh, She is being looked at for the main roster. I don't know if she's going up yet, but uh, she is getting dark matches. Nerd Guru says, do you think Punk will have some ring rust? I had people that have been in the ring with him that said he looked as good as he did when he left, but healthier. And that's something, boy, let me tell you, I was happy to hear him confirm like a lot of the shit that I had reported on Fightful Select because, quite frankly, he doesn't like the people that do what I do. So I'm talking about how he had to get healthy, and I had people that were in the ring with him saying he looks healthier. He is healthier than when he left WWE. That is important. Podcast Wiz asks how Oliver is this morning and says, or this evening, and says, so glad he has his kitty to keep me company during my COVID recovery. Oliver is legitimately like my crony. Like he'll follow me around. If he could speak English, he would laugh at all my jokes and call me boss. But when I show back up from a trip, Denise, he vanishes for an hour. He's scared. He's like, ugh. I remember you saying this and I yes. thought about this. I was like, Sean's going to go back and Oliver's going to hate yes. us. He does that. He's like, uh, you look different than you did the other day. You look five days older. <laughs> I'm running away. It's not you. That's him. So That's does him. Oliver like you now? Is he are you guys yeah, back oh, yeah. on good terms? Yeah, he's my crony again. Uh C Dust C Dust says I'm with Becky being a heel just because WWE is terrible at booking faces. They are. They are really bad. And the situation is the heels end up becoming the most popular good thing on the show because they're not booked as corny, or at least to the degree that baby faces are, and then they end up getting cheered, Denise. I don't know. I need to see how it's executed. It's Becky Lynch, so I know she's going to do a good job, whatever it is that she's doing, but I yeah. still think that there was a lot of potential with her as a baby face, and I think that it was a bigger risk for her to still be be a baby face just because, like you said, they don't know how to book baby faces. And she was going to have to make sure that she s- still got herself over the way that she did before. And I don't think that would have necessarily been a problem. I just think that it would have been a bigger challenge for her to stay as a baby face and as a heel, which, in my opinion, I probably would have just taken the challenge. But then sure. again, Becky Lynch knows her own situation more than anybody else. 
Reginald got some ice cream. Um, I'm liking this Reginald stuff. It's a little bit different. We're learning a little bit about Reginald. He talks about how people would try to steal his money when he was he was younger. I like that they're embracing where he came from, what he sounds like, the real Reginald. They they made sense of why he had that stupid accent for a long time. I think that WWE has done a really, really good job with Reginald. This is harmless fun that doesn't take up too much time. It's a little bit different every week. It kind of stays true to the 24-7 stuff, but I, I like this. I think this was the best one out of all the little vignettes that we've been getting. I thought this one was definitely the best one. And I think it's funny because he comes out and he's being all serious, you know, talking about his hard life, chasing the ice cream truck. I was like, I'm right there with you, man. I'm right there with you. And then out of nowhere, you know, you have our truth and Tazawa coming after him. And I am curious, like when I watch these, I'm thinking, all right, what is he going to do? Let me see how he's going to do it and how it's going to come out. So, yeah, it's pretty cool to watch. It's a nice little thing for the show. Young boy says, Denise, can you confirm that Dana Beers from Barstool Sports is Sean Ross Sapp with a mullet? I swear, you guys think every white guy with a beard looks the same. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Uh, Ian says, has Nyla sent you the shirts or tickets yet? Payroll SRS. Uh, <laughs> Andrew says, anyone getting mad Wayne's World vibes from Denise's hat, long hair combo, Party on, Denise. That is funny. The What's good up? chill tweets. Oh, man. Uh, we do have we have Terry Allen Jr. says, 2K22 trailer and thoughts on strain between companies. It was bound to happen, but what can 2K22, what can that company do when you fire so much of the roster and you've already scanned them in? What can they do? Feel bad for them. Just extra work. Drew Lytle says, have you seen some of the comments last week from Nick Khan? Truly baffling statements. I thought that some of it made an awful lot of business sense. I didn't think that he came off nearly as bad as I had anticipated. Um, he was, I thought, pretty straightforward in a lot of stuff. He sidestepped an awful lot of other stuff, but there were a lot of things that he was honest about. He's like, we are going to do better at merchandising. Here's some of the things we're going to do. Um, the, the line that popped the internet was like eight hours of SmackDown. I thought that was very funny. That was very self-aware and, and hilarious. I, I thought he came off pretty well, but uh, what, did, what did you think? Well, my honest thoughts are like my okay to say thoughts. My okay, my politically correct thoughts are, I thought that, um, I'm trying to come up with something good to say here. I thought that he came across as very confident in what he was yes. saying, and it makes people believe everything that he says. But I also think that that is a skill. And there was a lot of things that I saw that he kind of, like you said, worked his way around where I'm thinking, okay, look at him. He's trying to sidetrack from what Ariel just asked him. And he's trying to like switch it into something else. And if somebody that like has seen that a lot, um, I thought it was what it was. I didn't feel like I came out of that a bigger fan of Nick Khan, but I also didn't come out hating him either. It was just an interesting thing to look at to see how his mind works. And I get why people believe everything that he says, because when he talks, he talks in a certain tone where it doesn't. Like, you know, like you can hear me talking right now. You can hear you talking and you can kind of like hear like the wheels spinning in our head trying to figure out, you know, more down to earth conversations yeah. with him. It's very, very direct and almost I don't know. It doesn't seem it seems very, very polished is what I want to get at. 
I think you're right. And there, I think there's a good reason why he's answering the questions on those, those media call or those investor calls and not Vince right now. Exactly. Farts piggy 66 says since they don't fit the new Vince guidelines, is it possible Kyle and Roddy leave and all of you, you e jump? Why can't women get storylines in any company? They will. I think now that AEW Rampage is opening up, I think you're going to see more women's storylines. Um, as far as those guys, I don't know. Uh, Roderick Strong just signed a new deal, so he ain't jumping. Evan Wright says, everyone wants Colin AEW. Give me Kingdom Reunion with Taven and Bennett. Let that trio run wild everywhere. Uh, I think I think that Cole is better off doing something else. I'll do, I, I love Matt. Mike Bennett's work in ROH, but I think he's better off. Eloquent says, wow, at that Rampage demo rating. Denise, I mean, I think it's pretty safe to say. You, you, you and I have both attended a lot of WWE and AEW shows. It's a different kind of crowd there. It really is an 18 to 39, 18 to 49 audience. There are not as many, like, parents and children at AEW shows. It's no. 18 to 49-year-olds sitting there drinking their beers, uh, going out for the night type of thing. Yeah, I think, you know, this event, SummerSlam, a lot of families, but also, well, I mean, from what I saw, because I saw a lot of, I, th I saw a lot of people of different ages. So I, I don't even feel like I could say, oh, it was an older crowd or a family crowd or a younger crowd, but yeah. it's definitely an AEW crowd. It's more like, it's the crowd that you would find if you're out, you know, walking Hollywood Boulevard on a random Friday night, just chilling. Like that's the crowd that I feel like more suits that age range. If that makes any sense at all. Yeah. Nerd Groose says, not sure if you know this, but would McAfee get heat for talking about AEW on his show? Cause he did today. No, he alluded to it. He didn't talk about it, but no, he ain't going to get heat. He doesn't give a damn. Luke says, do you think rampage will ever go to two hours? Um, maybe in the distant future. And maybe if they switch nights or something. Uh, Wyatt I wouldn't Todd. mind it, though. That was one of the things where after Rampage, the, the debut show, I kind of thought, mm -hmm. like, yeah, I kind of want a little bit more. And that's saying yeah. a lot, considering that I've already been watching for three hours. And uh, we've got Wyatt Todd saying a few minutes late, but any idea if Adam Cole can be Adam Cole, should he go to AEW or does WWE have it trademarked? WWE does have it trademarked, but it's it's been his name since before WWE. So uh, there you go. Uh, RJ Best says, Thank you, SRS. Sorry for the confusion on my super chats. P.S. Hollywood dumps Salcedo. <laughs> You're both awesome. Thank you so much, guys. And Orlando says, if WWE would be smart, they'd do Sheamus versus Lashley for the title, Drew versus Damian for the U.S. title, but they'll add all four together for the WWE title. Uh, Drew McIntyre can't challenge for that title. Um, he just he just can't. He cannot challenge for it. It's part of the part of the rules. Sheamus should not get. A world Dang, title. I thought about that. Yeah. Sheamus well, should not get that. a title shot after losing to Damian Priest for the U.S. title. No. I hate that. No, definitely not. It's definitely going to have to be. They're going to have they're gonna have to find a way to protect Damian Priest if he does go into this with Bobby Lashley. Yeah. Negan, I was given a no comment on the Wyatt AEW rumors when I asked. So sorry about that. Uh, but we had Dewdrop getting attacked by Eva Marie. Piper Niven. Uh, Zach Barber says, give Piper Niven her name back. Well, I mean, Dewdrop told me on Friday that she wanted to make that her thing. She said as much in this promo too. pretty much what she said in this promo is what she said to me. Uh, Dewdrop was given to her by WWE and by Eva Marie. And, uh, she's going to make it her own thing and make people like it is what she says. 
But even Marie came out and beat the shit out of Dewdrop. Laid laid it down on her. I do kind of wish Dewdrop would have sold a little bit more. You but, mean the bitch word wasn't enough when afterwards she looked at bitch. That wasn't yeah. enough for you, Sean. I mean, that's WWE writing for you. <laughs> I mean, she was written to not sell it because she had to get up and uncork the bitch line. This is fine. They're setting up a match for next week, and I'm sure these two weeks, Denise, are too good to be true. There's no way that we aren't about to see a bunch of rematches over and over again. Well, they said, yeah, they definitely announced that for next week. I thought in terms of everything that they've done between Dewdrop and Eva Marie, today's attack was probably the best one. And I did laugh, though, at the end when she just said the B word straight up. That was funny because it yeah. was random. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was completely random. It was so yeah. weird. It didn't fit her character. It, it, I don't know. It was weird. Or maybe it was the way she said it. I don't know. Kevin says, SRS, do you think WWE thought there was a possibility Sasha would be cleared for SummerSlam or was it a work the whole time? Hope you and Denise enjoyed SummerSlam. Uh, it was a fun experience. It was nice to have the commentary on up there and, and hear that while it was going on. Could you hear any of the promos like when they were doing them no. on the screen or on there? I couldn't hear anything. Because when they would go over the PA, you would hear that. And then a three like there was a three-second delay on the screen, so it would run into each other. It just was so muffled. I couldn't make out anything. Um, I'm trying to find out more about the Sasha Banks thing. She just wasn't cleared, is what I was told. Nerd Guru says it's rather poetic. The guy who built and carried NXT for so long leaves when it's at its end. Adam Cole will not leave being ruined by Vince McMahon. And it's a real opportunity. It's a real chance that he could get ruined by Vince McMahon and a lot of people will lose buzz in him. Uh, look, look at Andrade. Look at where he was in NXT and look at where he was after WWE. I mean, he's still a great competitor, but the buzz isn't the same. Perception is reality for a lot of people. The Good Brothers had less buzz when they were released by WWE than when they than they would have had if they would have left on their own. And I, I love those guys. Mike Lima says, how about Austin Cole, twin of Adam Cole? I think Austin Cole is a good um, pivot if they had to switch it up. Ryan says, with SmackDown getting Brock and Becky, do you see Raw getting most, if not all, the NXT call-ups? We'll have to wait till like October to see, I think. Maybe, maybe a couple here and there. Well, they're definitely going to need something, that's for sure. Yeah. And Carlos clarifies, he says, NXT is WWE Junior now. Seems like it, Denise. Oh, Seems like that's the direction. Yeah, I didn't get it. I was like, is this like a Nick Jr. joke? Well, there yeah, you go. seems seems like it's it's going back that way. Drew Lytle says, turning the hat now gives Kevin Smith vibes, Denise. Well, by God. I'm just turning personalities here. You are. You are. We had Moist TV with Jake Paul. The heat for Jake Paul. I got to admit this. He's real good at this, Denise. Like. But the, is it the heat that you want, Sean? Yes, it is. They know it? what they're they know what they're doing. Getting they had, you think Kevin that Owens, they expected that much that much hatred yeah. for him because it didn't seem like that to me. Yes, they put him in there with John Morrison, who was about to turn babyface. They had Kevin Owens stun him at the end of their WrestleMania thing. Like they know what's going to happen. They wrote the line: "How long will it take for your brother to get knocked out?" They knew that was going to get a pop. I mean. Um, sorry, Logan Paul, they said. I don't give a shit which Paul it is, guys. How about that? I don't give a shit which Paul it is. Uh, the other one's facing Tyron Woodley this Sunday. Make sure you tune into our Fightful Fight Night Watch Along. We love these circus freak show fights. 
And that's what this was. But I think Jake Paul, Logan Paul, whichever friggin' Paul is, Paul Paul, is uh, pretty natural on the microphone here. I don't know, man. To me, he looked rattled. It, I felt like it almost looked like he weren't expecting this. He I'm sorry. I don't about this. To me, I did not think that he came across as like anything special on the mic. It was just what it was. I thought that Miz did. I feel like Miz was trying. I read this this whole thing totally opposite of what you did to me i felt like miz was trying to get the heat shifted onto him which was that's what i felt i felt that miz was meant to be the heel in this situation not logan paul so for me i read this completely different and yeah the crowd completely Mm. hated him and i don't necessarily think i don't necessarily think it was uh it was completely go away heat Corbin 101 says, I am someone who's been following Logan Paul's trajectory after what he did four years ago. People grow and change. The hate and cancel culture is not needed. Well, I won't comment on that. Jason Smith says, my eight-year-old during the Miz and Morrison fight, why are there so many camera angles? It's hurting my eyes. Oh, man. eight-year-old, Denise. (laughs) Yeah, an (laughs) eight-year-old. They they were, uh, this led to a match where Xavier Woods came out He's got like the NWO style gear. Now, when I went to the WWE Superstore the day before SummerSlam, or maybe it was the day of SummerSlam, and I checked it out and I saw that there and I was like, that's interesting. Why do they have that New Day Rocks NWO stuff? Well, they I don't remember them debuting it before this, but they had a match. It was fine. And Xavier Woods won. There's not a ton to really add to that, Denise. Um, Xavier think- Woods... Doesn't have a lot of direction without Kofi around, but he's getting a win, so I'm fine with it. I didn't hate this match. There were some good moments in this, and it felt fresh. Mm-hmm. So in terms, I was actually interested in this match, which is kind of crazy because I don't think yeah. I normally would have been, but I was. It was perfectly fine. Well, then afterwards, uh, by the way, it was the dripstick that caused the loss, so to speak. The Miz slipped outside where Morrison had uh, you know, squirted. And as they say, moisture is the essence of wetness, and wetness is the essence of beauty. Uh, well, that was a beautiful slip and fall there. And then we finally got it. The Miz turned on John Morrison. Now, when Morrison came in after seeing his body of work outside of WWE, I admittedly thought he was a little overrated. At that point, I did. And I thought that him coming in with Miz was a great idea. I still agree with that. And I thought they got as much out of it as they could and then they went too far because too much correct, too much, all that stuff. It just, it got so old the last four or five months, but this is good. Morrison was a little more serious. He is the best at his singles work he has ever been. And he needs to win this feud decisively. The Miz is bulletproof. Morrison can do something. This um, is the time to break out of the Miz's shadow, and they're only going to do that if they book him strongly and they get the people behind him and they really showcase his strengths and what he can actually do. And considering that he's a very athletic guy, I would say highlight those things. Let us see what else Morrison can do because I've seen him, you know, wrestle, you know, outside of WWE, and I've seen the cool stuff that he can do. And I don't think we've seen nearly as much of that in wwe just yet so i would say show that to the people i I want miz to win or morrison to win this decisively 
and not drag it out over and over and over again. The bean kicked in, says, I didn't care for Raw, but I do care about Denise. Look at that. Thank you. Ah, fans. Champoncito Gomez says, screw Raw, let's talk about SmackDown. I'm the only one who wants the crowd to crap on Becky Friday in favor of Bianca. I see Becky now, and I want to vomit. No, you're not the only one. There are a lot of people that want that, and word is that's the design. Word is that's the plan. So I hope it hope it creates something satisfying. Ryan Evans says, Sean, any chance of having Dan Housen come on with one of these review shows with you at least one time? You two are so entertaining together. Well, he works for Ring of Honor, so I'm not sure Ring of Honor would be too thrilled with me having him on a post-WWE review. But yeah, I dropped a video last week where Dan Housen was in Kentucky and he raided my uh, childhood action figures. Okay, but what year did this interview actually take place in? Earlier this year, but that's because I filmed three pieces of content with him, Denise, because I'm very smart. And I, I get evergreen. Is this an interview from like 1995? I don't know. Uh, if it did, it would get better traffic than yours. <laughs> uh, Nerd Guru says, you guys were there. How loud was Becky's pop? Uh, Denise was right. It's maybe the loudest pop I've ever heard in person. It was definitely the loudest pop I've ever heard in person. Oh, and I shouldn't have tweeted that, Sean. I got so much heat from people. And I was like, bro, I wasn't in Chicago for CM Punk's pop. I can't attest to that. I wasn't yeah. there. But so many people were very offended by that tweet, BTW. But the way I see it is you got to be able to have your own opinions. Stone Cold says, what's Walter's future with WWE? I assume he's heading back over to the UK right about now. Rahav says, Sean, you look so awake. I arrived back from Vegas last night and still tired. Following Fightful since day one. Keep up the great work. This has been a wake to sleep work day. Lots of stuff had to get done. Um, those videos do take a while to edit, upload, all that good stuff. But it's a good job. It's a good time. Oh, already read that one. Uh, we had the Elias segment. Denise, do you know that Elias is dead? I had no idea. Is he really? Yeah, somebody no should idea. have told us. Uh, 813 Car Guy says, anyone know what's going on with Elias? I haven't heard anything. Obvious sarcasm. Thanks for the content this weekend, guys. Yeah, I don't want to talk about this, Denise. This is pointless. Same shit we've watched the last three or four weeks. They don't know where to go with this. And you put a cowboy hat on afterwards? All right, Yeehaw. big deal. I'm sorry, but am I supposed to, like, freak out about that? <sighs> it's nothing... Well, I, I extraordinary yeah if you want to turn into a cowboy but when somebody saddles up you're only lasting eight seconds check out our friends at blue chew make sure you have that performance that you desire tell her to giddy up denise you got anything to add no tell her to giddy up when you use bluechew.com and let me tell you You'll be going down that old town road to the post office, to your mailbox, but it'll be in a discreet package because Blue Chew is ordered online, shipped straight to your door or your, your post office, whichever one that you want. And you don't have to wait in line at the pharmacy. You don't have to wait in line at the doctor's office. That's because they work with you to get the active ingredient you need with their online physicians. It is so easy. It's got the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. Make your life about bull riding and boobies with bluechew.com and use that code FIGHTFUL to get your first shipment free. Denise, free? Free. Free? Free. Wow. 
If you're a cowboy with a steel horse you ride, well, make it make it make it a little more stiff. Make it a little more steel, if you know what I say. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? I know what I I know what you mean. <sighs> Bluechew.com. Use that code Fightful. You know, you can take it on an empty stomach. Even if you are riding on a tractor with lean all in your bladder, Denise. Okay. Bluechew.com. Code Fightful. She's going to ride till she can't no more. Why is there so much awkward silence? I'm just trying I to make it as awkward as possible. I'm trying to make it as awkward as possible. Charlotte had a promo. She looks like a million bucks. She looks like such a goddamn star every single time she's out there. And she knows it. She's like, hey, I look like a statue. I look like a star. I look really good. I'm hot. I'm built. I'm ripped. And then Alexa Blitz comes out. This is where we're going. Lily's going to be Raw Women's Champion by the end of the year. We got a couple months left. We should place a bet, Sean. Well, Tony P says, over, under, number of times Flair and Bliss will face each other in any form. 13 times from now until the end of the year. I'm going to say 10. I'm going to say right. 10. Cool. I'm going to say we'll 10. Count. Hey, guys, uh, roast this guy that says my ads are cringe. Thank you very much. Um, there's not much more to add to that. Uh, how do you feel about this? I think I think the in-ring, if they don't do the silly smoke and mirrors, BS, I think the matches will be really good because Alexa has been very, very physical. See, that's the thing, is that unfortunately, because of what Alexa Bliss has been given as of late, I think a lot of people forgot that she can go in the ring. And when she goes in the ring, it's very entertaining. Alexa Bliss is probably she's literally on the top of my list of all-time favorite women's wrestlers because not 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 necessarily just because of what she can do in the ring but because she can also add a lot of personality to what she does and not a lot of people are able to do that and so she's one of my favorites and I do think that a lot of the times people forget that so if she is going to have these competitive matches with Charlotte of all people Charlotte is great in the ring as well I do think that they would have awesome matches however because we know that they're probably going to do a million rematches it is going to take away a lot of the a lot of the hype for those matches a lot of the glamour is going to go out the door but i don't think that they're going to do necessarily these competitive matches i have a feeling that because you know what we're seeing right now with Alexa Bliss. We're going to be seeing the, you know, hopping around and the Lily's Lily's going to wink at the camera and Charlotte's going to be like, Ugh. you know, I oh, mean, she'll God, probably do a really good job. That crap. They, they're so much better than that. Jason says, follow up on the Dan housing question. Why don't you guys review ROH shows? Well, there's a couple reasons. We used to do them. And they did really, really, really bad numbers. Uh, they didn't garner many super chats, but they have a habit of running shows on Fridays and SmackDown is on Fridays, and AEW Rampage is on Fridays, and that's just usually the situation. But we have the Weekender every single week with Steven Jensen on Fightful Select, and uh, he reviews it. Jamin Cito Gomez says, I wonder if Lynch okayed this or said anything. Seems Stone Cold was the only one to destroy Vince's plan. Uh, I'm sure she had some say in it. Uh, I'm sure she did. Anthony Morello says, are you really 60-40 on Cole leaving? Would the elite tease him like this and not deliver? Surely not. Tony Khan is very particular about not contract tampering. Um, and I'm not going to reveal Adam Cole's contract status, but obviously he was under contract 
until yesterday, and they were already dropping hints before then. So um, I don't think anything's there yet, but FightfulSelect.com, noon-ish tomorrow. There you go. Douglas Johnson says, do you agree with Tony Khan about not having gender matches and then being bad for professional wrestling? I don't know about bad for professional wrestling. Intergender matches aren't necessarily my cup of tea. The certain circumstance need to be right for me, but I mean, they're fine. I've watched many of them and enjoyed many of them, but it's not something that going without is necessarily hurting me. I think that it depends on how they're worked. If they're worked in an entertaining way and the way that there's a way to do the intergender matches that can come off as enjoyable for all people. But I do think that, I think that there's a lot of, I don't like when people get like seriously offended when they're like, oh, intergender matches. Oh no, we shouldn't do them. I'm sorry, but I think at least people should be open to the idea. Roxas Vanita says, are they really going to make Charlotte sell for Lily? They better not. They better not. Oh God, no. That would be so stupid. So freaking stupid. Flim Flam Andrew says, I was 5'7 when I graduated high school. Now more than a decade later, send me a hat. I'm a bald man. Man, that sucks. Sorry. Uh, I can't relate. I'm super tall. Sandoval says, just tuned in. My girlfriend said I either spend time with her or listen to you all. Well, I might miss her maybe. <laughs> Keep up the good work, Sean. Don't <laughs> let Denise bully you. I, You know, I try to get through the hate and ca- try to get through um, the things that Denise says to me, but sometimes it's really hard. I, Sean, I do feel you like tell I, the people what you did to me on Friday? Do you what, remember, Sean, what you no, did to me on you Friday? Don't, I don't you don't remember? Well, let me paint you a little picture. There's Why you little paint Denise a picture? Just tell me. Because I'm trying to paint a picture here. Little Denise by herself doesn't have anybody running camera for her. Just little old <laughs> me with my little old setup. And somebody comes and is literally like hitting, hitting my stuff and pressing on the buttons and hitting them. You took all the pieces off of my tripod and I literally stood there and just watched you do it. I was literally like a mother watch. Hannah Allen says that video where Cole lose found her out about. Shit. <laughs> all right. I was watching you lose your shit while you were messing with my light, while you were messing with my, with my tripod. And keep in mind that I just watched you do it. Even your wife, Sean, do you recall what your wife said? She said, good shit, pal. No, and then she, choked she said, you stop out. it, Sean. You're being mean. You got scolded for <laughs> being mean. So you know what? Tell the okay. people that. And then hold okay. on. No, I got one more, Sean. When I was sitting, when <laughs> I was sitting at SummerSlam in the, the little press box, I went up to you and I was just trying to say hi to you. What did you do to me? You threatened to dump water on my head. Okay. Yeah, I would never conduct myself. You know what? I have another bone to pick with you. I have (laughs) multiple bones to pick with you. Actually, you know what? Do you want to sit cross-legged in the middle of the ring while you do this? No, I'm pissed off. (laughs) I'm. You know what? I'm. I'm mad about a bunch of stuff right now. Okay. And then when you posted that picture of me on Twitter, you didn't even have the decency to cut out my dirty napkin from the photo. You didn't do that. And then you know what, Sean? I'm insulted. I saw you taking pictures with everybody that you met. You didn't once ask me for a picture. You didn't. Denise, let's have a picture together. No. Oh, you I'm were sorry. in a group chat muted. You were in a group chat saying right after SummerSlam, let's take a group photo. And you said, can't do it. Sorry. 
I had to work. I have responsibility, Sean. Mm. I had to go and do stuff. I didn't have time to hang out with friends. But anyways, I'm mad about that. I'm mad about you messing with my gear. I'm mad about you trying to dump water on me. What else did you do to me? Denise, did or did not this happen? A prominent WWE. You already said this. I know. And I'm going to say it again. You already talked about this. And I'm going to say it again. Did or did not a prominent WWE superstar walk up to us and say, you muting Denise is hilarious. <laughs> SRS is true, baby face. Denise is clearly lying, says Cyclops. Uh, Brandon Charles Powell says, I feel like Denise is bottling all this up. She was calm until calm until now. Whose Twitter feed have you been reading? Not Denise's. That's for damn sure. Oh, my God. <sighs> Amir Garrett sucks, says, has WWE gone with cheap pyro again? They didn't have pyro at SummerSlam, Denise, but they had that bitchin' edge entrance, so I ain't complaining. Pyro's not a big deal to me. Is it a big deal to you? <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> You literally had me muted this entire time. When were you expect? How were you expecting me to answer that question? I don't know. You could unmute yourself obnoxiously. I'm done. I'm done having to stretch out my arm, putting extra effort into pressing a button. Just trying to stretch out the show so you can get some overtime. Yeah, I'm looking at that clock. We're nearing the one hour mark. I know. I know. I get overtime uh, after like uh, you. You usually give me overtime if we hit the one hour thirty minute mark. One yeah. hour fifteen. Nah, that's a grace period. I don't get overtime for that. I don't. I get overtime Would when you she gets answer the, one the hour damn pyro what question. The hell is, I love pyro. I'm a mark. Are you kidding me? I want to. Okay. I want to have pyro. Uh, Brendan, Brendan says Denise has enough bones to pick with SRS to make a full skeleton. They got archaeologists out there dusting away all the bones that Denise is picking. Sean, you were breaking my tripod. I have one cheap $20 tripod and from Amazon and you were trying to trash it. And and I didn't do that to you. Can't relate. Uh, Carl says, I'm here for Denise, the pipe bomb Salcedo. J.W. Pringle says, Denise is doing a podcast version of Hogan pointing at the heel and saying, you know, Denise is getting garbage thrown at her by my 100,000 Twitter followers. Jamin Cito Gomez says, by the way, Fightful is the best wrestling site. Uh, Denise Salcedo, la mejor. La mejor. There you go. Come on, Sean. Uh, I thought you were um, practicing your Spanish. I am also a whore. Uh, don't mute her, Sean. <laughs> laughing emoji. Give him a stunner next time you see hey, him, Denise. Sean, I have a question for you. Yeah, what's up? I have an honest-to-God question for Denise, you legitimately. Denise is about to ask for some ice cream bars. What's up? Close, actually. That's so hilarious. You know, I had to send more money. What? Do you know what an el- elotero is? A, a what? An elotero. Do you know what Do you know what a, a raspado is? Raspado is or an elotero. How would I spell that? E-L-O-T-E-R-O. Elotero, I think it's E-L-O-T-E-R-O. My Spanish spelling isn't that great. Do you know what that is, though? Um, just say no, Sean. No, I think I'm I'm legitimately curious. I'm not even asking this to troll you. I was literally curious about this. No, isn't isn't. Isn't it something like lottery? <laughs> Latero? 
That's oh, Loteria. <laughs> there you go. Let's I'm dying. No. Oh, let's, let's mute Denise again. Denise didn't complain about that muting power last night with John Alba. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Um, I bet it's, it's okay. Wait, I know what it is. It's a man that sells corn. Yeah. So somebody gave you the answer. Fantastic. No, our, our, our Spanish Luis. language speaking moderator, Luis, yeah, did not I give know. Me the okay. But do you know what raspado is? Yeah, it's an icy. Okay. Cause he's giving you the answer. No, Luis is giving you the answer. Have you ever seen one in person? Yeah, of course. What is it? Stop it. You're Googling this now. Sean, I'm literally asking you because I'm curious. Listen, Denise, I am uh, sorry. You're Googling I it. I can see you Googling I, it. Look, I don't have. Why are we you, talking about this? Because it's a culture shock to me that you've never experienced going and buying an elote from an elotero. Or I you. live in Kentucky. That's why I said it. So that's why I was genuinely asking My you. I was legitimately curious about it. 100% white. Right. I'm not asking you to rib you. I'm asking you because it's shocking to me. I can't fathom it in my head. Somebody wants you to V-trigger me next time. Bro, it trips me out. <sighs> Billy B. Bad says, ROH is a fun alternative. More people need to check it out. I mean, I, I like Ring of Honor. I enjoy the show. Roxas Vanitas says, pour one out for NXT. End of an era. Norm says, what's up, SRS and Denise? CM Punk in Chicago crowd made my weekend. Glad Becky's back. Bianca will be in a tag team with Naomi by the end of September. Happy Monday and stay juicy. I don't think so. I think they've got plans for her. I hope um, they do. They, they have too much that they have too much possibility with her. Yeah. Uh, Ryan is mentioning that SmackDown is loaded. A lot of star power in that roster. If they use it, that women's division would be great if they used it. Ian says that we he saw even seen Tony Storm. Yeah. Ian says he saw the arena booed when Becky clip was shown tonight. Is there a shot that Bianca is now the Becky of SummerSlam 18 and Becky is the Charlotte of that time? Yeah, I think there's a real opportunity at that. I think that's what they're what they're hoping for. Yeah. Nerd Guru says favorite part of Punk's promo, specific line. Uh, him saying that he was never gonna get healthy, being in the place that made him sick to begin with, I thought was a very, very good one. I think uh, mine's the one about where he said, like, you know, he gave the dates of him leaving and the day that he returned. Yeah. Well, that he when he left professional wrestling and then came back to professional wrestling, basically throwing a shot at WB for being sports entertainment. I thought that was an interesting little portion there. But there was a lot. Productive says Denise low key red Sean for filth wig. I don't know what that I, means. I don't know what that means either. I don't know what that means. Well, I do not know what in the hell this carrying cross getup means, Denise. Damn, and we haven't got into that, Sean, no. for an hour. I know. So stay on topic, Denise, because we got to talk about his demolition SM gear. <laughs> they got more super chats than anything. All right, we go got, for it. He's wearing these, you know, the, he's wearing the demolition gear, the helmet, the straps. Phoenix says, What do you think Cross's safe word is? Joe Poland says he's looking like the uh, newest member of Demolition. Billy B. Bad, not a fan of SM Kinky Cross. Intangible One says Cross is now Lord Humongous and he wants fuel. That's Sid's old gimmick. Jonathan Hedman, I'll watch this when I get home, but if Cross is going to have the new and improved Demolition team, I'm down. Yeah, if he gets some teammates, sure. Esther says Cross's mask is the only way to make Brian Ca Cage's mask look cool. 
Brian Bayless says, any reason why a billion-dollar company gave Karrion Cross a size-too-big, great-value brand demolition costume? Luke Jagger says that he looks like a medieval knight. Charlie Nault says it looks like Ascension 2.0. If they were the road warriors, and he is a singular demolition. Denise, people are comparing this. Norm Summers is saying, remember Hulk Hogan's terrible gladiator gimmick. Kinshiro, look forward to the cross eventually wrestling in a full plate of armor because at least then there'll be some noise to his matches. He is getting roasted for this outfit. Kinky cross. Well, let me tell you, Denise, he had a dominant victory over Ricochet tonight. I don't get the joke. You wouldn't get the joke, Denise. What'd you think about all this? instantaneously the second he came out and I saw what he was wearing, I thought, Oh my God, he is going to get so he's going to get so much. He's going to get made fun of. This was embarrassing for him. I don't know who he pissed off or maybe he sneezed near Vince. I don't know, but it kind of feels like they've just done so much like to make him be, you know, they just took away everything that they possibly could from him. Then no Scarlet. Then, you know, we had the whole controversy with him losing to Jeff Hardy. And then you're coming out and now you're doing this with him. The problem is that we've seen a lot of changes with Karrion Cross, And, you know, we got the spooky Karrion Cross, And, you know, we got the Muay Thai Karrion Cross, But all of those, they didn't feel like an evolution. You know, usually when you see these wrestlers go through different, you know, different they do different things to you know sort of reinvigorate themselves and you know re recreate themselves on on screen it doesn't feel like that it feels very disconnected with Karen cross to the point where i don't think i even understand who he's supposed to be anymore and with this i mean people were literally just bringing up all types of jokes you know dirty jokes funny jokes everything mixed into one and i'm thinking to myself like this guy I don't know what they're going with here. And I don't understand it. The suspenders wrestling with the suspenders. I don't know how I feel about any of it. It just kind it's, of feels very cartoonish. And then in the match, when he did that great Saito suplex, we couldn't see it because the camera was too tight. So Ricochet's out there taking head drops for no reason. Like I'd rather them have Ricochet on TV, making other people look great than not having one TV at all. But Ricochet's better than that as well. I am happy that Cross got a, a dominant win. But if you're going to do that. It matters if, at this if, point getting yeah. that win like if that. You're gonna do that if you're going to do that and have him lose twice in the first three weeks, what's it matter? And everybody's asking about Scarlett. Charlie Nault says, can they give him his wife back? I don't know where the hell she is. KE asks, is it true she isn't cleared? I don't know. I have never heard that at all. Um, Flim Flam says Denise used Twitter to trick me into seeing Cross's outfit. Why do you hate your followers? Denise? I put because I knew people were gonna have something to say. Oh, I man. knew the second he came out, and I tweeted, "Go turn on Raw now," because I knew people were gonna react to this, and not necessarily in a good way. So that was just me basically giving you all some Twitter material. Uh, guys, leave a thumbs up on this video. Get your super chats in. Uh, we are sort of heading down the home stretch. 813 Car Guy says, uh, I left my, I thought I left my N64 on and the executioner was on the screen. Brian F says, Carrie and Cross, Becky is Vince on the AW payroll. Marco says that he looks like an extra that Lashley would beat up in a WrestleMania entrance. He does look like he'd be a part of a WrestleMania entrance for sure. 
And Alicia says, was Cross mentioned as the former NXT champion? Notice how they're denying Charlotte's NXT reigns, even though she used the Royal Rumble uh, to challenge for for the last one. Yeah, I mean, I'm okay with that, especially considering whatever the hell they're doing with NXT. I kind of like NXT existing on its own. Denise, any thoughts on that? Man, I'm nervous. I'm I'm a little bit nervous because on the on this media scrum that we did with Triple H, there was something in there where he mentioned about they're not looking. Be, basically, being an independent wrestler isn't a the bonus that you would think it is because they're looking for 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 superstars. They're, they're, that's what they're looking for. They didn't emphasize looking for professional wrestlers. They emphasized looking for superstars. And then that Nick Khan interview, he brought up the fact that they're trying to make it more easily accessible for people to become WWE superstars. And just all of that. That kind of makes me a little bit like nervous because it like I don't know if it sounds good in theory or if it I, I don't know it, to me it doesn't sound that great but I'm just thinking to myself whatever changes and, and Nick Khan did mention that there's going to be this new field these new changes you know, that we're going to be seeing you know, sporadically to come in the coming weeks on NXT and that makes me a little nervous because based on what we saw in this takeover I mean it was a great show and they had a lot of good matches and it was the, the reminder of why people like the NXT brand period and I don't know you know Jeremy was saying how it's like the end of an era you know the guy was mourning and all of that with all the black and I'm thinking to myself I almost don't want want to accept that but then with everything that we're hearing it's kind of like we do have to but i hope i hope we don't and i hope i hope the decisions that are that are made are for the better but who knows brandon says is scarlet going to come out with the same gear as cross's new gear i'm sure there's a lot of people that would like that but i don't think so uh brandon oh, says dear Glad- lord i just <laughs> i just realized yeah brandon that. says gladiator gimmicks are really hard to take seriously yeah because gladiators aren't a thing anymore JD says, did uh, or JD Starlord says, did Vince make up with Axe and Smash? I doubt it. They should be in the Hall of Fame too. Uh, Reductive has the same line of thinking. Do you think Scarlett is going to be Sable Cross? Maybe the next Alexa Bliss or Carmella? Um, I think she could do a Sable esque gimmick. She ain't going to be power bombing any women or, or any men anytime soon. Vincent Millage says the carrying cross picture was the funniest thing he saw all day. I can't believe he made they made him wear that Shredder cosplay mask. He looks like the antagonist from Mad Max Road Warrior. It is it's Legion of Doom meets Glad or not Legion of Doom. It's Demolition meets Gladiator. That's that's what it is. There is a bunch of comparisons. I I think I saw yeah. so many things of things that I don't even know what they are. Movie clips. I mean everything. This was reminding people of a lot of silly things. 813 car guy says someone said today it feels like WWE is now looking for athletic actors, not wrestlers. I, I'm not going to write off Karrion Cross's in-ring ability if that's what that's about. I've watched him face uh, Davey Boy Smith Jr. and it was really, really good. So I just think they haven't put him against a lot of the people that um, that. He looks good when he was great. in there. He was he looks good when he's in there with guys that can help him look yes. good. Because look at the way that he looks with Finn Balor. Finn Balor made him look like a star. Alicia Ellis says, did you guys like Tony Khan's tweet about wrestling being art? I assume it was in response to Nick Khan's interview. That's what I assumed, too. I don't know that for sure. But it was more of the, you can't just roll them out on a conveyor belt. It's not paint by numbers. Tom Pritchard is one of the greatest wrestling trainers of all time. Dr. Tom Pritchard trained The Rock and countless others. And he told me, he's like, there are some days that some of our guys just don't get what we're working on. So we move on to something else. 
And on any given day, one of my guys might not get it. So we have them do something else that they're going to get, and maybe we can go back to it. Um, I, I think that a name like that, saying something like that, who was in the WWE system for so long, many times, was Dr. Tom Pritchard. I think that says an awful lot. RJ says, Denise, you need a fightful title reign to set up a match with SRS. It's more interesting than Raw. I'd much rather Denise have the fightful championship than uh, Joel Pearl. That's for damn sure. Joe Pearl still has a championship. Ken says the fact that Walter Dragunov broke and Brooks Lulu pencil are both on my match of the year list shows how variety is truly best for wrestling. I love this dumb medium. I don't do a lot of match ratings anymore, Denise, but somebody asked me what I rated it and I gave Dragunov and Walter 10 out of 10 that match. I, I, I inducted. Ilya Dragunov as the first ever person under 200 pounds in the sirloin beef sons of bitches division, Denise. Sean, I made a funny tweet about that match and it was inspired by you and you didn't even see it. Did you see my five humps with the little camels? I rated that match five humps. Oh, I like that. Little camels and you didn't see it. I'm going to, I'm going to steal that from you. You've got a lot of good ideas that I like to steal. Yeah. And I get no credit for them. I mean, you, not really. So, yeah. I, I, I thought I, about stealing your pizza giveaway, but I was like, you know what? That's too wholesome. I can't do it. It's a very good idea. I put it over lovely. every time I see People it. People are going to steal my ideas. Thank you, It's Sean. a great idea. You can do a free crack giveaway. <laughs> no, but seriously, I rated it five camel little humps. I got a bunch of WWE merch to give away now. Matt Scales says, felt bad for Cross. The gear was horrible. Denise, glad you got your content back off the random channel. Yeah, I mean, what? Sean, you know, people steal content. Somebody stole my Bianca interview. Not the first time. I'm I'm constantly uh, bringing down channels, oh, having to it. file copyright strikes. And I'm savage. You know how they give you two options? They give you the seven-day grace period. Request and the, a takedown? <laughs> I request the takedown so they can get a copyright strike. I, I almost hit, damn. I almost hit somebody hard with one. They took my Dakota Kai interview and re-uploaded it. And I went to the page, and it was it was somebody who I think they they – I think it nope. was an autistic man. And I was like, you know what? I'll, I'll let them have those eight to 10 views. It's going to be all right. I'm a little bit more savage when it comes to that, because I'm like, this is my work. And even though that person only got like sure. 70 views, I'm like, those are 70 views that could have been mine. And considering the way that YouTube works and the algorithm, you- I literally have to get 1000 views. Every 1000 views yes. is like a little bit of money, like pennies. You, you got to pay for the trips to, to get there and all like, the, all the extras and all that. And even if, even if you get it expensed, there are so many additional costs that don't get expensed. Exactly. Um, so I'm a little bit more savage when it comes to that type. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill. Stuff. Jordan Scott says uh, WWE turns one cross into a superhero and the other one into a loser. Uh, yeah, well, let's talk about the superhero. I do have an interview with her coming up. Uh, Denise, which is something you've never had, an interview with Nikki, almost a superhero. So <laughs> read it and weep. So many views, too. I posted I two of them to like in like the last two days. And they're getting a bunch of views. But the last one that I titled it, it was just, I just titled it our fourth interview. Usually I'll have like little topics, but we've already discussed everything. 
Well, uh, I like Rhea and Nikki as a team. Uh, Nikki approached Rhea and said, hey, let's beat up Shayna and Nia tonight. It'll make us feel better. And Rhea's like, you know what? You're right. It will. And they did. And let me just say, Rhea Ripley has one of the best missile drop kicks in the history of pro wrestling. And that is from a 5'7 woman. That is not easy for her to do. She just throws her legs out, Denise, and she gets like three quarters the way out across the ring in general. It's a work of art. I like this match. I thought it was good. The thing is, I know we're going to see it again next week. You better believe we're going to see it again next week. I feel like they might keep this team together. I kind of hope they beat Natalia and Tamina for the titles. I kind of hope they keep them together. And the reason for that is they can be that odd pairing. You know, that odd couple yes. stuff usually gets over. And I think that in Nikki, Nikki Ash has the personality to do it. And then Rhea Ripley, I think she's definitely finding her footing with that. And if she has somebody like Nikki Ash to help her bring that out of her, I think that they can find a nice little balance between them. And it's clear that, you know, given that they just got off of this, you know, SummerSlam match, that they're not going to be in the women's title picture for a little bit so have them team up they can go after the titles it would be refreshing i do not mind this and the match itself i liked it i thought it was a fun match the crowd was into it i was here for it It was fine yeah i like it i like the direction i'm for it obviously they're not going to be in the world title scene so i'd like for them to be in the tag title scene i'd like a lot more teams to be in the tag title scene if tony and uh who the hell else debuted recently? Uh, well, Tegan, Tegan and Shotzi are. Shotzi. Wait, Tegan and Shotzi have beat. <laughs> don't get me started on that. I was like, what, don't, three times already? Don't get me started already? on that. Oh, God damn. Find Tony Storm a partner if, if you're not going to use her on TV. Yeah. Uh, we have a few more super chats. You can get them in. We are headed towards uh, the main event segment. But we had Jinder Mahal versus Mansoor. Again, not a rematch. Cool, cool. Not a rematch, although it had a DQ ending. Uh, we both spoke with Jinder Mahal again uh, this weekend. He was great to talk to, very transparent. But Jinder against people like Mansoor and Ali that are smaller than him, and they can do a lot of the bumping, the flying around, that's playing to his strengths, and I like that. I like. I, I do wish we would have gotten the proper Drew McIntyre story playing off their history. I think it's... I think it's real shitty they didn't do that. And they made it about the sword. Um, it's because they wanted to sell it at the superstore. Isn't that so stupid? The, the inflatable sword. But this was fine. It's going to lead to something next week, I'm sure. But it wasn't a match we had seen a bunch. I dig Mansoor. I think for what WWE wants him to do, he's going he's gonna to rock it. I'm still a fan of Mansoor. Like, I definitely... He makes me laugh every time he comes out. I didn't mind this match whatsoever. He's over the top. He's so over the top yeah. of his facial reactions. Yeah. And I love the the Ali Mansoor team. And if you're going to put two people in there that will make these other three guys look good, it's going to be Mansoor and Mustafa Ali. So I'm here for it. A couple more super chats. Hannah Allen says, the video where Cole found out about Breeze, he comes across like such a sweet guy. Hope that he ends up at AEW. Regardless, I just hope he's happy. I mean, that's one of the things. He is widely known within the wrestling world as like one of the most like pure guys, period. Like anybody that has interacted with him will tell you that. He is a very like pure, nice guy. 
CM says Walter versus Dragonov would have been mental in front of 40,000 fans at SummerSlam, but unfortunately Vince doesn't care and probably doesn't care about either guy. Well, we know he doesn't care about Walter. He beat him in three minutes at Survivor Series, Denise. That match would not have been nearly as great had it been put on SummerSlam, and it would not have fit in with the show that they were putting. That show had a totally different vibe from what we yeah. saw in that match. So I mean, it was- it was good in front of no people, Denise. When yes, they did it I know. No oh yeah. Oh and boy. I mean, I just wish that they would. I mean, I wish they could have done the show in Las Vegas. I would have loved to have attended yeah. it, but you know. Jamin Cito Gomez says, "I think the whole NXT thing is BS. Maybe new light and stuff, but not the game show NXT thing again." I see more of a three-week tournament for Joe's next opponent, and Dragonov is a bad, bad man. I guess we'll see, um, but they're they are changing. They're changing the lighting, the colors, a lot of stuff like that. Uh, JD Are they Star changing will... the black and gold, though? Uh, yeah. I don't know if they're changing the black and gold. I think they're changing some of the elements of it. It's, oh, it's okay. getting an overhaul in that regard. Because I think the logo sh- had just been changed recently, too. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the show looks too dark. You've got, like, everything is black around the ring, and it's dark and all that yeah. stuff. One of the things I think that sets AEW apart is like they like the audience and like you'll see the audience up and cheering and all that stuff. It's important to to see as well. JD Starlord says, beware SRS. Denise might break out in a word economics rap with you the way she's wearing the hat. And uh, Alicia Ellis says, uh, Sean saw Ariel Hawani complimenting you on Twitter and I'm itching for that collab. Uh, yeah, that meant a, ver- a lot to me. Uh, Ariel Hawani is one of my inspirations. He does a lot of the thing I a lot of the things I do are patterned after what he did and uh that meant a whole lot one of the finest compliments I ever got I would love to do something with Ariel Hawani I don't know what but um I think he's awesome RK bro celebration Denise this was a lot of filler is what this was and time killing but it was over with the audience oh I loved it it was one of my favorite segments yeah. on raw it's one of those things where you know it's filler, but it's still fun and it's harmless. Like they announced the champions, they announced uh, Riddle announced Randy Orton. Like this, this was fun. This is all this the is okay. pyro that went off the scooter. Yeah. The scooter was so cute. It was nice and blue with Randy's name on it. Little red hearts, yeah. little purple tassels. Yeah, I might DIY that same exact scooter for myself. You should great. do that. You should do that for your entrance every time you come onto the Fightful podcast. Oh yeah, I, how am I going to scooter like here in this tiny space? You could do it. You could make it work. <laughs> Set up a wide shot for your camera and like do little stunts in your room. You have hardwood Fantastic. floors. I do have hardwood floors. Okay, there you go. There you go. Ready to rock. This was fine. This was fun. This was harmless. This was good sports entertainment. And then AJ Styles came out and he wanted more. And I will not complain about a Randy or, or a, a Riddle AJ Styles match. It was a rematch. And it did get 50-50, of course. But yeah. Denise, what did you think? All right. So first and foremost, AJ made me laugh when he was basically pointing out the He's fact so that Randy funny. Orton doesn't give him any gifts. I think he said, yes. like, not even a hug, not even a plant. Th- that was pretty darn hilarious. So that was funny. Uh, the match itself, I thought that it was fun. I-, I thought it was fine. I didn't I didn't necessarily hate the finish whatsoever. I thought that it was a fun match. And that's kind of really just what I want to get at. And I also like the RKO afterwards, after the match on AJ Styles. I thought it was like an additional little, I don't know, extra something. I, I liked it. 
So, uh, yeah, this this was a good match. Flim Flam says not to be too, too shocking, but AJ Styles and Matt Riddle are capable of doing good wrestling. And CM said, like the main event, but I remembered that Riddle is just Riddle. Felt sad again. The only thing that can make me feel better is seeing Adam Cole this Wednesday. FightfulSelect.com. Cyclops is better than Wolverine, says Denise. Looks like you got an extra, or Denise looks like an extra, and you got served. <laughs> but uh, a fun, a fun main event. The Bro Derek wins, but you know we're going back to this tag team title match, and I don't kind of I it. Don't, I don't like that. I don't yeah. like that. They've been doing it on the loops, the house show loops, but uh I hope they don't. But I mean, yeah, they are. I, I just feel like there's still there. But here's the thing is that there's still so much more that they can do with Randy Orton and Matt Riddle before they, you know, turn them against another. I think that there's still a lot, a lot of things that they can do. And I do hope that they get creative with it and switch things up a tad. Yeah, I hope so, too. I just don't. Ooh, I'm have... four minutes away from my bonus, Sean. I mean, you're, you're going to have to keep any... talking. You're, you're, get, you're getting it anyway. Don't send worry. in the super chats. I got to stay on here for an extra four minutes. I can get a bonus. Cameron Tito Gomez says, Denise is the man. Screw Becky. Well, my gosh, guys. You don't have to get like that. But guys, hey, tomorrow night, Tuesday night, we're switching up sour graps after NXT. You guys have liked Kate Hensler so much that Alex Pawlowski is having Kate Hensler join him on the post-NXT show. Uh, then on Wednesday, it's myself and Jimmy Van for the Listen You Boy again. And then Wednesday, post AEW Dynamite. Oh boy, it's going to be good. Dropping my Seamus interview on Tuesday. Check that out. I'll have another one up probably Thursday, Friday. Uh, the Distraction on Thursday. The post AEW and SmackDown show Saturday. Then this Sunday, Fightful Fight Night. Steven Jensen leading a watch along. We love to do these watch alongs. Basically party with you guys during these big fights. Uh, if you're a wrestling fan even, you're going to want to tune into these. We're doing these for really big fights like uh, Jake Paul and Tyron Woodley. So if you're a casual fan, check it out. It's well worth it. Denise, what do you got going on? All right. Any, so anything at all? Yeah, absolutely nothing going on. Like zilch, nada. My life is so boring. No, but seriously, guys, um, youtube.com slash Denise Salcedo. Uh, I do a lot of outside work in other places. And so a lot of times I kind of am aren't able to post as much on my YouTube channel as I normally would. But this time, you know, I've been like making sure to like balance all of that out. And I posted so much content on there. I officially uh, surpassed 40,000 subscribers, which I know that there are a million channels bigger than that. But considering that this is like literally my baby, Go there, youtube.com slash Denise Salcedo. You can check out so many interviews. There's like 20 interviews that I posted. And I still need to post clips of my interview with Nikki. I haven't even posted that up yet. Um, so please make sure to check that out. And I have a couple more videos uh, that I'm going to post up as well. So uh, please go there. And then Twitter and Instagram at underscore Denise Salcedo. On Twitter, it was my biggest month on Twitter so far. And it's not even over just yet. Uh, but seriously, Go there. Finally surpassed 30K on there. So you can, uh, I don't know, check that out. Check it out, guys. We have a couple more Super Chats. Hannah Allen says, I'm here for you, Denise. Well done on WrestleTalk Fantasy Warfare. She popped when uh, she saw you on a GCW pay-per-view. You go, girl. Thank you. Look at that. 
well, Denise, you did kick ass at the GCW paper. You did great. No, I did. You I did. felt pretty good afterwards. You did, you did awesome. Ernie says, Sean, you must try and okay, tell me what this is, Denise. And spelled it out, elote nah, from the nah, elotero nah, man. Try. But I will, I will okay, try it. Yeah, I mean, it's the corn, and you put like mayonnaise. You can put I mean, like 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 chile chile on it. And I tried Doritos. I still have some because Ron Patel sent me a case of every <laughs> I flavor. You said Doritos again. <laughs> Doritos Cool Ranch. Doritos. Doritos. Guys, <laughs> thank you all so much. I hit a hundred thousand followers this morning. That means a whole lot. Um, I have no idea why that happened, but hey, there you go. Uh, considering that uh, my Twitter sucked for a very, very long time, I appreciate that. Thank you, guys. Until next time, we're out. Oh, we're ending before 1.30. No bonus for Denise. No, wait. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.